<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello, my darling. Over 4 million of you follow Half Baked Harvest for her easy, easy recipes. So, of course, I had to know, how the hell does she do it? A recipe a day is no easy feat, so we deep dive into how she started, how it's going, and how she does it all. Please enjoy. I listened to you in another podcast, actually, a couple of weeks ago, where you said that you had started cooking because you had, like, a, you know, you have a very big family, mm-hmm. and your dinners were really chaotic, so... Was your mom cooking at that point, or was it, like, trying to survive? No, no, no. So here's the funny thing about my my parents. My parents are amazing. They're still together. We're all the same bloodline. <laughs> it's like the one question we get. Do you have the same dad? We all have the same dad. Um, well, my, my littlest brother is adopted, but yeah. Um, so I started cooking really because it, dinner was so chaotic. I was at the time the only girl. My little sister was not born until I was 15 or 16. So mm-hmm. I mean, like I grew up with all boys, like, which I loved. I would never take I have three older brothers. I love it so I much. would never, they're my, to this day, my best friends. I love those guys. Um, they have, I, they're great. Um, <laughs> but so, but like, you know, so dinner was really chaotic and my dad, Apparently, when my brothers, like my three older brothers, I'm in the middle of the mix. When my three older brothers were younger, um, apparently my mom did cook. And she did. She had like chicken noodle casserole and mm. like the, the basics of the basics. But she's never been a cook. She Her thing is like she's always loved to bake. Um, so we would have like cookies on the table before dinner was like even a thought. Like we always had a dessert. Like Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, it's funny now because like she doesn't bake at all. And she doesn't even remember the kitchen anymore. She would always have cookies or like uh, her big, her like she's known for like her special K bars. And like, so we would have that. I What's mean, we a special K bar. Oh, it's peanut butter on the bottom, like peanut butter. It's the simple. My mom was all about simple. Yeah. So it's cornflakes. Mm-hmm. Not good for you by any means. Cornflakes, corn syrup, I want to say, which, oh. I, which I would never use. <laughs> uh, sugar. 
and peanut. Oh, here, here's, I can give you the recipe. It's like six cups cornflakes, which don't ask me why there's called special K bars when she uses cornflakes. Yeah. But it's like six cups cornflakes, one cup granulated sugar, one cup corn syrup, one cup peanut butter. You melt it all together on the stove. Then you stir in the cereal and then you put a giant layer of chocolate over top. And that's it. But oh they're delicious. I've made healthier versions now if you guys want those. Um, but they're so good. And she That's how a lot of people, I feel like in this country, cook those. Like Oh yeah. It's, it's like things that already exist in like layered form in a dish. We yeah. You know, like yeah. the casserole and like dessert sure. wise. It was always like, yeah, just get like some well, peanut butter and get this one cereal and like add this to And it. this was like back in the day before so people good, oh, my oh my god. god. But but like before people were like maybe we should start to like not eat so much processed things. And like, <laughs> yeah. and she was also, it was for her like survival. Like what she would feed us, obviously like, you know, snacks. And I mean, like she wasn't, she was in the kitchen, but like she didn't do dinner. But I mean, yeah, like she was doing the frozen chicken nuggets and the frozen pizzas. I yeah, mean, think about having that many kids. Oh my God, of course. And I'm assuming, you know, your one brother is like an Olympian. So <laughs> I'm sure he like had to go to practice. Like, I'm let sure me tell you something about. Schedule. Let me tell you something about Olympic snowboarders. Uh, either maybe they're not all this way, but uh, the snowboard community doesn't train like the swim team <laughs> or the gymnasts out there. They just go like shred when they want to. Abs- yep, they just <laughs> training. Um, I mean, Red works hard. I'm not going to discredit him. Red works so hard, but like, yeah. there's not really like a training. Yeah, like moment. It's all he's like waking up at six a.m. to like. Lift weights or something. No, he's finally gotten himself into the gym though. <laughs> he's uh he's a very he's just athletically like that was like yeah. his thing. He's like mm-hmm. he don't put him in school, put him on a snowboard. Yeah. Basically. But yeah, so dinner was chaotic. And my dad so but my dad had always done dinner and my dad's a good cook. Like, but it was very like we were doing chicken and rice and tacos. Uh, that was the rotation. Chicken yeah. and rice, tacos. He also made this thing called potato chip chicken, which is chicken crusted with potato chips. Yum. Dipped in butter. <laughs> yep. And then we'd eat that with rice. It was delicious. Um and those were our dinners. And the thing is, is my dad worked nine to five. We were mm-hmm. we were living in Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. Um, he worked nine to five. And then after work, he would go to the gym. He used to play this game called handball. And mm. so he wasn't getting home until 7.30, 8 at night. And then like, who knows what he was doing between like eight and nine. But like, we wouldn't eat till like nine or 9.30. Or, yeah. I mean, I might be exaggerating, but sometimes like we wouldn't eat till 10. So yeah. I was just like in middle school. I'm bored. I hated school. Always had Same. school anxiety. Like mm-hmm. just never wanted to be there. I don't, I didn't like like teachers. I didn't like someone else having like an authority over me. Like, I had always had that feeling too. It's why I never played sports. Oh, interesting. I was fine I'm, with a teacher, but I was like, why are you telling me what to do? I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if I was thinking that at the time. But it I, just felt weird to me. Yeah, I just didn't like being there. Like, it wasn't like a great environment for me. And I had friends. Like, I wasn't like, I was fortunate. I wasn't one of those kids that got picked on or yeah, any, yeah. anything. But I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated it. And it caused me like so much anxiety my whole life. But- I would be able to come home and like I would just cook and I was I've always been a very creative person. Like I just want to use my hands. I mm-hmm. don't ask me to read something. Like I really just want to put things together. I want to make things pretty. I used to spend my re- weekends either rearranging my bedroom or like designing the re-styling my grandma. My grandma had a mannequin. My grandma was stylish. She had a mannequin in her closet and I would just like put her clothes on it all day long. <laughs> so anything, I never thought I would like do anything with cooking, but like, that's what I would do for my family, just like to help out and get dinner on the table. 
And I made my first recipe and my brother, my oldest brother like loved it. And I think I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I mm, really enjoyed. Yeah, I really enjoy being able to make people happy so easily. How old are you at this point? I'm 28. I meant oh. when you were, but nice to know you're 28. I wish I was still, <laughs> I wish I was still my young and 19 year old self. You know, that's, uh, my, that's crazy that you've almost been doing this for a decade. I know. Let's not talk how old are you when you started cooking? I was in middle school. So, I mean, I was I mean, between, like a 12. You know, I was between the ages of like probably like 13 and 14. Okay. I'd always baked in the kitchen with my mom. So it's not like I was unfamiliar with it. And like we were raised in a way that like my parents weren't doing things for us like hand and foot. Like they weren't wait. I mean, they were amazing, but they weren't like waiting on us yeah, hand yeah. and foot. So like we were used to like doing stuff for ourselves. So it wasn't like any like shocker that I would like be in the kitchen cooking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just always that type of person too that like I wanted to help out. Um, mm-hmm. And that was like my way of contributing to the family and also taming the chaos because the chaos stressed me out. Whereas my mom thrives on chaos like the woman thrives on it. <laughs> um, not, not like I need to like have a calm environment. Um, so it's I, good that they weren't nervous that you were using the Like I feel like... I feel like there's such a helicoptery thing now with parents and they're like, what if you hurt yourself or what if you do this? And that independence is like, you know, you know when I was pregnant, I read like all these parenting books and yeah. like, you're really supposed to let your child, like that's what happens in Europe. You don't, it's like, they're going to be fine. Like, so, let them run errands, let them do things, <laughs> let them cook, let them be independent. I mean, I give my parents credit for everything because like they, you know, my mom got, my mom, my parents got married when my mom was 19. My mom got pregnant at 18. Oh my God. Um, And then my dad was in college. So he was like 21, I want to say. But young, young parents. Right? Mm-hmm. They knew nothing. Okay? <laughs> they knew nothing. And I think it was honestly to their, to benefit them because of they just, I mean, they just learned as they went. Mm-hmm. They didn't have like money. They, you know, my dad had to work really, really hard to like support us and everything. And like, so they were just like getting by. They weren't doing anything yeah. by these books. I'm pretty sure my mom was not reading a bunch of parenting books. <laughs> maybe, we have too much information. Yeah, yeah. Maybe baby name books because she like loved a unique baby name. But um, no, they didn't know what so they you were. You guys all have beautiful, unique names. Some, some of us more so. <laughs> we, we have like average ones too, but she likes a unique name for yeah. sure. But so yeah, they no, they were not helicopter parents. They were not like, we were not all in sports. We were all doing like really whatever we wanted to be doing. Like that, we, we didn't have a lot of, we had rules, of course, but like we weren't like, we just weren't restricted. We were always encouraged to do what we like and what we enjoy. Um, and, you know, like my, my, the brother just above me, like went to, we, we were still living in Cleveland and he went and lived in Colorado for when he was 16 to snowboard. So like, so cool. you know, yeah. they just kind of let us do do our thing. So are you making recipes at this point when you're in middle school out of like a book or you're just like freestyling? I mean, I was mostly freestyling, but like I started with Rachel Ray recipes and then I really just like, cause like I couldn't drive. So I wasn't going to the grocery store to buy Mm. these ingredients. I was like, okay, well I don't have that. So like, well, this looks similar to that or like I could just try to use that. Do you remember any of the things that you made that were like, that were huge, like crowd pleasers for your family? I mean, the biggest thing that I can like point is like cheeseburger mac and cheese from Rachel Ray. (laughs) Like it was literally the first recipe I ever made. And my brother to this day is like, 
you need to make that cheeseburger mac and cheese again. <laughs> like, I may have made it once. He yeah, just yeah, remembers yeah. it better than it is. But I'm talking like cheeseburger mac and cheese. Like it had ketchup in it and like <laughs> cheese and like hamburger meat. It still meat. sounds like delicious. <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of how I first probably really learned is I would watch, you know, because like TV was a there thing. There used to be cooking shows. Yeah, there used to be cooking shows. Well, I would really just like watch like Rachel Ray because I yeah. don't know why. Because she came on like in the afternoon when you get home from school, right? Probably. It was like 30 minutes too. And like, it's not like I'm like going to sit there and cook a six course meal. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's how kind of how Have you I met s- her? I was, I went on the, her show. Yeah, she's <gasps> very nice. Where did you die? Were you like, oh my God, I've been making your recipe? <laughs> Here's the thing about me. Like, I'm not like a starstruck person. Like, I just yeah. feel like everybody is, everybody's got their thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm not, no, but she was so nice and so kind. Like what you would expect, so much energy and like very New Yorker, I feel like. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find your perfect doctor, which we always talk about on the podcast, than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pains in healthcare, all the things that were not working and said enough. And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. Finding and booking a doctor who's right for you does not need to be a terrible experience, right? So download ZocDoc because ZocDoc is a free app that allows you to find the doctors who are patient-reviewed and take your insurance and are available when you need them. There are many amazing doctors out there, but honestly, you know, of course, the only ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. That's why ZocDoc can focus on doctors who are in your network, putting you on the path to seeing the doctors who are right for you. You can read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, see what other real humans had to say. And if you go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, you're booked just like that. You can find the doctor that is right for you. Book an appointment that works for your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Pia and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash Pia. ZocDoc.com slash Pia. VinceComuto.com is a one-stop shop for wardrobe staples and occasion pieces that make every moment a chance to express your personal style. Head to VinceComuto.com slash podcast and use promo code podcast for 20% off your next purchase. Vince Camuto's spring collection is thoughtfully crafted with premium materials and attention to even the smallest details. So if you're like me and, you know, especially coming out of quarantine and it's now spring, you maybe need some new accessories to zhuzh up your looks. Use promo code podcast for 20% off your next purchase. It's the best way to refresh your closet. Vince Camuto's collection of woven mules, vibrant slides, and chic convertible handbags is just, it's a natural place to start. Achieve aspirational styling with accessibly priced footwear, handbags, jewelry, and more on VinceCamuto.com. Step boldly into spring with styles that make you feel truly invincible. When styling myself, a powerful little strappy heel always makes me feel invincible. And you can see 
I posted one from Vince Camuto on my Instagram. Head to vincecamuto.com slash podcast and use promo code podcast for 20% off your next purchase. While you're there, do yourself a favor and sign up to be a part of their VC VIP program where you can earn member perks, previews, and exclusive offers on your next accessories haul. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. So you wanted to get into fashion. I know that you even like moved here when you were 18. Yeah. My entire life since like the day that I can remember, I always said, I want to be a fashion stylist. Like mm-hmm. I really want to style. I want to style people. I want to make them feel good. I want to like put these cute outfits together. Um, And really like my entire middle school and high school, like that's what I would do if I wasn't like cooking. I was doing mm-hmm. something making collages out of magazine cutouts because like, you know, remember oh when God, ma- I remember that. Yeah. Well, remember when fashion magazines were huge and like mm-hmm. getting Vogue? Like, I mean, it was the greatest. So I would sit there and make collages and like, I would also do, I also loved to design and I would just like rearrange my room. Anything that like mm-hmm. I could do just to like put things together and make them look pretty was so my thing. So yeah, I always said that. And then like, you know, my nights were filled with like, this was when, you know, kids were really starting to get online too and like scrolling through websites, online shopping and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, so I was going to go to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising out here in LA. Came here for three months, got a job at acting or Barbizon acting, modeling and talent. I was not the talent. I was doing the phones. Barbizon, like, um, they like did, they... Oh my God, I haven't heard that name in so long. They, is it still around? They like, no, but at that time, they like street cast me when I was little. They oh, like so that took was my headshot and they were like, you're going to, we're going to make you like an actress. So I was like, <laughs> so I was like on the phones calling the girls that like they would find in the malls yeah. or that, that would sign up at their little like, you know, things were at, at malls that they would have like sign up for whatever. Yep. I don't know. Like, thank God they don't have those things anymore. Or no, they? they were re- no, it's they like don't cringy. because people just now there's Instagram and like, <laughs> right, Instagram is yeah, Instagram and TikTok. There, uh, yeah, you have that, but that was like a really big thing in LA. It's like if you like Barbizon was like, we're gonna make you a famous actress, and there are a couple of people came out of it. Um, like Home Improvement was like a really big show that was on with like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like there were there was a show. It's before your. It was like probably. I mean, I'm seven years older than you. Right. So I guess that's like enough of a gap. But I feel like it's a, it was this show that came out called Home Improvement. Well, and, I know what the show is. Yeah. But like Jonathan Taylor Thomas was I don't like know who that is. heartthrob. And he was like always in like Tiger Beat magazine. And he was like discovered <laughs> from that. from that agency. Yeah. I mean, like how times have changed. But like, I mean, I worked there for so I'm like a very like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 125 percent. Yeah. And so when I worked there, they were like, oh, my God, we love you. Like I was when I worked there, like all the other girls were like, maybe they'd have little conversations on the side. I'd be like, no, I'm on the phone. That's what I'm here to do. Mm. So I made them like a good amount of money in the three months that I was there. Oh my God, that's so funny. And I you was just like, being a super Virgo. <laughs> was like, <laughs> I was like, um, when I decided to go back to Colorado, I was like, they were like, can we keep you on? Like, but like, can you just do it from Colorado? I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm like going to do something else. But yeah, so I, so I got, had, I had gotten that job, like, I wanted to come out here for three months prior, like just to get, a, you know, like used to LA and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
which I think was a good idea, but like also a bad idea because like I then chickened myself out. Like, oh, I don't want to start this school with so much money. Like Mm -hmm. now I'm not sure I I can be here. Like, you know, and that was my first time away from home. I was 18 and um, I'm very much, I mean, my family's a huge part of my life. So like I was like totally homesick, I'm sure. And I was like, no, I can't do this. And I came and I had graduated early from high school with an associate's degree. So I took- How did you do that? I just took, it was actually very easy. It sounds much more like, oh, she's wicked smart. No, I just took college courses while I was in high school for both credits. So I took, yeah, I got, it's like double, double. And like- For you being someone who didn't like school, you really went for it. (laughs) Well, I wanted to get out. Right. And my mom is really like like a creative person where she's like, how can we figure this out? How can we work this? Like, she's like, if she needs to get something done, she's going to get it done. And like, how can we work this out? So like, that was really her doing. My older brother had done a little bit of that. And so then, cool. So I did that. And then I was able to graduate with an associate's degree. At what age? By 18. Wow. And so I already had that done. And, and I was like, I was going to go to school in Fort Collins. And I'm like, but I don't know what I want to major in. Like, I don't want to go to school and just sit there and like learn about things that like, I don't really care about mm-hmm. and not do anything. And then pay all this money too. And like, you know, school's like a lot of money, especially fashion school. I know. I'm still paying off my college uh, Yeah. Like I have no college <laughs> debts, you know? So I came home and really it was to, this, like everything was really to my mom's credit. She was like, why don't you start a food blog? Like you're doing so much cooking. And I'm like, well, what the heck else do I have to do? I'm home with my family. Like I better do something. Like, and I'm not the type of person, no matter what, to just like sit on the couch and feel bad for myself or whatever like that. Yeah. And like to backtrack a little bit, um, my, you know, my younger brother, Red, is is an Olympic snowboarder. And so we would spend a lot of summers in Mount Hood. You know, they have a glacier up there and anybody, it's beautiful. Anybody that's been to Mount Hood knows it's beautiful, but all the, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a mountain and that's legitimately all that there is. So I was really doing a ton of cooking during the summers. Mm. And when I was 16, my mom and I were hiking because it's like, if you're not on the hill, you're hiking. Like there's just not <laughs> a lot to do in Mount Hood. It's beautiful, but not a lot to do. And she, th- I was still cooking at that time. And she was like, this is when like blogs were kind of starting to become a thing. And I guess I had been reading a few food blogs and she's like, you should start a food blog. And I was like, sure, whatever. And so we took out the name for Half-Baked Harvest when I was 16. Oh my God. I didn't do anything with it until I was 19. I had just turned 19 when I wrote the first blog post. And I wrote that first blog post and I really haven't looked back since then. And I'm not even joking. Like I've really worked on it 24 seven since. That's fascinating. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. I've I've like, everybody's like really never had, like I've babysat, but like I've never, I've <laughs> always worked. I've always worked for myself. Whoa. Um, and yeah. And now you have, what, this is your third cookbook? This is my third cookbook. Yeah. And you have what, 4 million followers on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm sure just just as many subscribers to your newsletter. I mean, I can't uh, imagine. The, I always say the newsletter and the website, like, I mean, I know the Instagram's like that show stopping. You have that million number, but like the website and the email subscribers, like that's your bread and butter. Like I know. Y- and you people own- forget about that because they see Instagram as this like shiny thing. But like. You own that. It's yep. like, well, you don't know what's going to happen with Instagram. That's it's how a scary I feel world. I'm starting my own website next month because I'm like. Good for you. This is like, also I just feel like Instagram like has such a monopoly. Like when you do paid things, they clearly don't get, 
you know, they're like not in the algorithm as much because I bet you any day now Instagram is going to start charging to do ads. Like, I just feel like there's all these sneaky things going on. And like people want more of you. Like mm-hmm. you feel like Instagram is giving people so much. But like if you have a website that you can go to and you can really like type in something and like look back at things and like have this whole world that is just half-baked harvest. I mean, yeah. People, people. when Well, the cool thing about having a recipe website, though, is that like even to this day, people really like they don't want to read a recipe on Instagram. It's easier for them to go to the site totally and read a recipe, you know, and it's like especially now that there's like videos and things on sites and like they click back to that, mm-hmm. to that to that page. And like I would honestly love to see. I mean, like, do you remember when blogs were very much a thing and people would do like their fashion posts and stuff like that? Like mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool if things sort of went backwards a little bit. I think they're starting and to. people just sort of took a little bit more time to like. But our, but the attention span of everybody is so short. I think they say it's like five seconds. I know. So It must be hard for that. you watching these like TikToks where it's like, how fast can I give you a fucking recipe? Oh my <laughs> God, those so are so crazy. crazy. I mean, hey, there's so many talented TikTokers. So, so I can't like, that is insane. Some of the things those guys are doing. That's a crazy I world. show them to my mom and my mom, like literally the video and then she'll be like, what just happened? Right? <laughs> like, oh. But it's like, it keeps people's attention. I'm like, well, they're not learning anything, but like- it's entertaining. For most of us, especially me, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't a high point in our academic careers. I am still very embarrassed that I was not allowed to take Spanish 3 because I performed so poorly in Spanish 2. But now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscription, there is an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with your family, maybe you married somebody like me and English is not their first language. Babbel teaches bite-sized languages that you will actually use in the real world. And that's especially important for me because when I go to Italy, I'm going to visit family and like, you know, interact with normal people where aren't really at that many like tourist attractions where people speak English. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, video games, videos, everything. I mean, this is what Davide always says is so important is to like integrate yourself. Plus it comes with a 20 day money back guarantee. So you can start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Pia. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash Pia. Babbel.com slash Pia for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Do you hear that? That, my friends, is our favorite sound because we have LPA, Baranchini Import & Co., and Yai Cashmere all on Shopify. And that is the lovely sound we get when we make a sale. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Believe me, 
if it wasn't for Shopify, I would have no idea how to sell products. And especially Davide, like, you know, maybe he would sell like one sweater a month online. And now it's every day he's packed with orders. Thank God. We're not stopping there because success is a million milestones on an ever evolving path. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like we can integrate it with Facebook and Instagram. And I can't tell you enough. Davide has a store and being able to have the inventory of the store match the online inventory is unbelievable. And by the way, when you want to have a sales report to try to raise money, you just open up Shopify and all the information is organized perfectly on the website. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. Like I said before, it has Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your sales, gain insights when you grow. I mean, it's every single thing. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is the possibility that is powered by Shopify. And if you go to shopify.com slash best, all lowercase, you can have a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash best right now. That's shopify.com slash best. So speaking of entertaining, your, you know, everything you do, I really think is beyond entertaining and so visually stimulating. And I think that's probably a huge part of it outside of the recipes being delicious. Um, At what point did it click? And maybe this is just you because you're like somebody who clearly like thrives off of things being aesthetically pleasing. But at what point did it click for you that you were like, I need this to look like super beautiful or like we need like this lighting or like how like far in were you like, okay, this needs to be like produced. Like, Yeah, I mean, really from day one, and I don't know why, maybe it's because I am such a visual person, but like from day one, I always said like, if I can't make this look good to to my eye, like no one's going to want to eat it because we Mm -hmm. eat with our eyes first. We do everything with our eyes first. I mean, so, but we really eat with our eyes first. And if something doesn't look appetizing, you're not going to be like, unless you know it's delicious. And it like, there are things that don't really look that appetizing, but are delicious. (laughs) But I mean, like for the most part, like you want to eat something that actually looks delicious, Mm -hmm. right? And like pleasing to your eye. Um, and so from day one, I mean, I really put an emphasis on making the photos the best that I could. And I mean, like, if you go back to, you know, I think it was 2012. (laughs) Um, if you go, I mean, the photos are, I cringe, but I look back at them and I'm like, well, look how far we've come. Um, but I, you know, yeah, that you can see the growth over time, which is really cool. I like that. Like that you can see the growth. Yeah. But I've always made, I've just, it's always been like my number one thing. Like I got to make this look good. I got to make this look good. And if I can make it look good, I got to make it, well, they have to go hand in hand. But I mean, usually I'll be adding things like to maybe add a color to a dish and it it only adds flavor as well. So it's really, it's really helped me in in my creative process. And I, I think sort of set me apart from people, other people in the space creating recipes. Yeah. I mean, you definitely, when you see, one of your photos, you know that it's you, which is Thank you. like, and to that, you post something yesterday that showed you're like where you make everything and like all your different. Oh, the studio. You're, yeah. Like, is that at your house? 
So we, okay, so I live in Colorado, right, guys? And I live, you know, in the middle of the mountains. So we have a lot of space. Like, you know, there's a lot of space. And I, we, when I moved, renovated a horse barn, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was like a small little horse barn, renovated it. It's super cute. I still live there. I love it. It's like my own little space. And I was living and working out of that for, you know, two, three years. And like, as Half Baked Harvest grew and as, you know, I was really trying to grow the brand, I outgrew that space. I was living with all of these dishes, like just living with the, <laughs> living with surfaces, living with yeah. props. And I was like, this is, you know, like we have the space. So like I'm going to, we're going to build a studio. Like I want to grow this brand. I want to build a team. I want to do all these things. I want to have, you know, video shoots and yada, yada, yada. So we built a second studio, literally like a foot, you know, throw a football and there you are. <laughs> Um, and that's where I work out of. And that space is beautiful. It's, you know, it's incredible. It's a big kitchen with is really just like a big open kitchen. And, you know, there's dining tables and stuff like that. But yeah, so I have a lot of dishes and and surfaces and I'm just I still I'm still like surrounded by them. Where do you I mean, you're a collector of dishes. So it's so funny. <laughs> like, I'm sure, you know, like with fashion, like you love the vintage pieces the yeah, most. Yeah. So anything that I can and like I mean, some of my favorite dishes are were like five dollars at a like a, a junk store. Yeah, always. You know, like so simple. But I also love like the pottery pieces and things like that. Anything that's really delicate and breakable, basically, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I get really, really bored. Like I don't want to shoot the same photo. I don't want to make the same recipe over and over. So like, how are you making a new? I mean, you've made a recipe. Is this every day for ten years? Because you post every day. I'm right? not every day, but between five and six recipes a week. And pretty much. I mean, the, the amount Who, of... Are you doing this by yourself? Or yeah. now do you have like a team member who's helping you do like recipe development? I'm still doing it. I, we do have a small team. But like, I think one of the things and that's really, I think, helped me grow is is the fact that I do a lot of it, right? Yeah, of like it's, you know, and I, and I connect, mainly I connect with my community. That's the biggest thing. But like... I do a lot of it, right? And like, that's everybody else at home too. Like they have to do it all. They have to make the recipe. They have to, you know, make it look good. And then they also like, if they're entertaining, like they have to figure out how to do these, get it all done on, on the table. And yeah. like, so like, if they can see me doing it, they're like, oh. I can do that. I can do that, mm -hmm. you know? You know, and I think that's really something, it makes my day-to-day -day rather difficult, but also I don't know how I would, do it any other way because I, the way that I create recipes and the way that I do things, there's a visual aspect to it. So I couldn't have like a food stylist, right? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't have someone designing my table for me. Like that would bum me out. I want to do it. Grocery shopping, I do have someone do. It's my dad, which is a long story. <laughs> not, not a long story. It's just that my dad's retired and, uh, you, you know, most of my family members. Uh, so my mother. Tell me what that, break down like who your team is right now. So my mother's been a part of it from day one. As you can tell, she's very like, she's just like Kris Jenner, but like not Kris <laughs> She's not, she's not quite Kris Jenner because like. Yeah. Chris Jenner. Yeah. Um, but she's amazing. And she, for all of our kids and my three cousins does everything. She Aww. just is like, you know, everything to everybody. But she's a huge part. She's, she actually owns 50% of the business and she does so much of the back end of it. Mm -hmm. Not so much of the back end, all of the, the back end of yeah. it. Like the really boring stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Well, people about. don't realize that like you have invoices, like you have, like I just started like building out because I was like, 
Okay, you ru- have so much. I'm running my household and like, am I rich? Am I poor? I don't know. Like when, like some, sometimes there's days there's like a hundred dollars in my bank account. And then it's like, oh wait, I have all these invoices out. And then how do I do taxes? And how, so like, and that's how like you can really crash and burn. Uh, you have no idea. I mean, well, you do have an idea. <laughs> but I, mean, I just had to hire someone because I was like, you, I don't know what I'm doing. That's the thing. That's the one thing I've been really good about is like, I know what my skill sets are yeah. and I know what my skill sets are not. And like, mm-hmm. that is not my skill set. Like, thank God for her because I wouldn't really trust anybody else with these sort of sides of things. And I can't imagine like, I've had, we've had such a hard time hiring just because like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But so yeah, my mom is a huge part. She's amazing. She manages all the back end of the blog, you know, so those are the advertisements on the site. Those are the like really boring, the upkeep, which there's so much upkeep on, on a website. I know you said mm-hmm. you just started. So you're going to find out. <laughs> there is so much upkeep on it. Um, and, but it's a beautiful thing. I mean, and, and by now, we, she has it as a well-oiled machine. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's huge. And then from day one, basically, my younger brother, Malachi, he's he does videography. So he'll, he's filmed like back when the overhead videos were really mm-hmm. popular, where it was like very BuzzFeed Tasty style. Mm-hmm. He would film and edit all of those. And now he just edits my reels. I film them on my phone because yeah. it's just like, this is easier. The, it's People easier. don't expect like a big production anymore. No, and I can style it the way that I want to. And he just puts the edits together for me because I'm not good at editing. Yeah. But he's amazing. So he's always been a part and of it. And he lives in Colorado? No, he lives down in Oceanside. Oh, yeah, yeah they all yeah. live in Oceanside. So how do you do that? You send it to him. We're very, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you just send it. But like, um, the thing about my family too is like, everybody's just, somehow we're still always together. Like, we're, mm-hmm. you know, Kai and Red, I mean, if you really want to get in my home, Kai and Red are together all the time. And these are the two younger guys. Red's the Olympic snowboarder. Mm-hmm. Kai's just below me. He videos Red. So Kai's oh, always with Red. together too. Always. Like Kai was, That's so you cute. know, nobody was allowed to go to the Olympics this year. Um, but Kai had media coverage, so he was cool. able to go. And like, that's really cool. And we're very close family. We're like weird. We all like to be together and like, we don't fight. It's, I mean, we're siblings we do, but yeah. like, we don't really though. Yeah. And so that's the thing though about my mom. She's just, she, like if she could, she'd have all of her kids live with her. Yeah. And she just wants to always be together with everybody and just bring everybody together. And that's her. She just like, so we, even if we wanted to like, we just couldn't, we just, she's, if we're not doing a family vacation or something together, or like, you know, we're just together a lot. So even though they live here, like it doesn't seem like. Well, it's an easy fight. Yeah. Too, or we're back and forth between it. Yeah. It's yeah. easy. Um, is your dad involved in your business too? Well, yeah. So that's the <laughs> funny thing. My dad is, he's the greatest. So he's technically retired. He was a bond broker for his entire career. Don't fully ask me what that truly is, but you know, he worked in the stock market. Yeah. And he retired a few years back. And ever since then, he kind of has been our, our, our shit guy. Sorry. You're what? Our shit guy. He does all the shit work. Yeah. We say fucking shit okay, and all I, the things. I'm, like- okay, good. <laughs> well, thank God. Cause I'm, the funny thing about me is like, I don't look That's it. That's such a funny, he's your shit guy. Just the shit. Literally he, he does all of the shit work. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause he was like a, you know, suit, suit, yeah, suit well and tie guy. man. And he, in his, uh, older age, uh, he's great. He's not that old, but like, 
he is going crazy. I'm like, dad, you get, you cannot say those things anymore. Like you cannot do that. Like you need to tame yourself. But he's actually, he's the greatest. And what's he, your grocery store, by the way, in Colorado? So we actually have a Whole Foods. Oh, but great. I mean, I shop, it's our local one that we go to like most often. It's, it's just a Kroger. Yeah. And then we have a Whole Foods. So it's because I live in a resort town, it's it's very small, but there's still things. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've, it's yeah, I forgot. I've been there, but it's not like I like went to be like, where do people? I love Colorado. Yeah. It's like our fantasy to move there. It's 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 cold. <laughs> it's the only thing. It's so beautiful. Okay, yeah. don't like I'm not hating on Colorado. It's so beautiful. No, I know it is cold. But as someone that just like I just really like the warmth. So yeah. it can be hard in the spring, but yeah. it's beautiful. Um, and then who else is on your team? So Kai has been the only sibling, really. I've had a few cousins. Um, actually, one of my cousins still is, she's on our social side. She does like, oh she helps with email and stuff like that. Yeah. But she just had a baby. So she sort of like stepped down a little bit from what she was doing, but mm-hmm. um, she's still on. And no other siblings though, because I don't, I wouldn't trust them to do anything. <laughs> um, and then we just hired two other girls outside of the family for the first time. So our next sponsor has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens years ago because I just wanted a baseline for good health. Sometimes I don't have time to take a bunch of supplements and, you know, I just want to make sure that myself and my mom and Davide are getting everything they need. And you're really getting everything you need with just one scoop of Athletic Greens because it has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's everything in one scoop. And by the way, it's delicious. What's also really important to me is that it doesn't have any added sugar. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. I just mix it with water and chug it first thing in the morning. We put it in Davide's smoothie. My mom also just drinks it with water. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it works for you. It's just a small micro habit with really big benefits. And it's just one thing that you can do every single day to take care of yourself. The founder created Athletic Greens. The founder created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Listen, it is 7,000 five-star reviews. And right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash best and the number four. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash best four to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, and then my next question, which I'm always dying to know, how do you organize your, like, what's like your, like, what does like a week look like or like a day? Like how, what's your schedule? Because you answer fucking DMs, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why people I'm sure love you so much because you're very engaged with your audience. Mm-hmm. But like that takes up time because also what I notice is like, once you answer someone's DM and they're like, it's like, it's like, they just want to talk to you all the time. Right. So then it's kind of like, how do you like, it yeah. ends up can taking up a lot, a lot of time, a lot of time. So how are, are like, is there like a time in the day where you're like, I'm going to answer well, DMs? People like, always ask me like, why are you always posting things? So like literally in the middle of the night, I'm like, <laughs> well, because that's when I have time because I have to shoot. If I'm cooking, like 
I cook when I'm home in Colorado, like I'm usually cooking, you know, five or six days of the week. Like it's a lot. It's a lot of recipes. And I mean, with creating reels and creating Instagram stories and like all of the content, it's a lot. Is every recipe like one reel, a post, like how much content do you expect out of each recipe? It it depends. I kind of gauge it on like, okay, um, I'm very like... I very take what the people are enjoying and liking. Mm-hmm. And like, if I see this recipe is really taking off, I'll make a reel of it too, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, but if it kind of like, wasn't that exciting to people, like, see you later. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of that type of person where I really want- You'll film it all. And then if it does well, then you're like, okay, let's, you'll send it to your brother, edit this reel together. Like, yep, let's yep. post that and amplify yeah. so, that So, I mean, the amount, of, the amount of video content I have on my phone is unreal. Uh, I always wonder, do you have like an extra phone for that? Or that's like your everyday phone? That was what my dad was like. He's like, you need to get an extra extra phone. phone. Because I have all of my notifications turned off my phone. So nobody can get a hold of me, literally. (laughs) Like if you want to get a hold of me, you have to really track me down. Um, (laughs) I just don't like notifications. And like it, it, you see a text message and you're like, it distracts you. And yeah, well, that's I'm. But by the way. I'm sure that's why you're getting a lot of work done. Like I get feel like I get pulled away from everything I'm doing all day because I have every fucking notification on my phone. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, but it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because I can c- c- communicate with like t- my team better. Like, yeah. And I'm trying to learn that too. I mean, I'm still learning things. So it's a good thing and a bad thing. But my, I mean, so my days though, like, I mean, if it's sunlight out and like, it's a beautiful thing right now because thank God the sun's staying up so much later. I mean, mm-hmm. like when it goes... In Col- down at like what four? Yeah, and in Colorado we have a big, you know, big mountain, and like if the sun goes behind that mountain, because uh, I use natural light only to shoot. Oh yeah, so how do so you have to wake up super early? I mean, I do wake up early, but not like not super early. You just have limited time to make yeah. Sure in the winter, I have really limited time, mm. so um, I'm really shooting during those daylight hours, and I'm not like you won't see me really on Instagram in the middle of the day. Like I don't like. And I know, like, I'm so torn because I know a lot of people like to just ver- post in real time. And, and I do post for the most part, like, in real time, but just, like, later, like, a few late hours later. But, like, so I'll do a lot of that at night when I'm, you know, like, I'll just late at night when everything else is done. Then I go to social and I, like, spend mm-hmm. hours on social. I mean, it's, you know, owning your business and, like, being anything in social is so much work. You yeah. know that. And so it's, like. You know, people think that it's really glamorous and you have your own business and like you, it's actually so much more work than like if you had a nine to five. Sometimes yeah. I wonder. Because there is no break. Sometimes I wonder like, I wonder if you'd be less stressed if you just like had a nine to five, you know? <laughs> like, what Yeah, would because you like? get to leave work. Right, I don't get to leave work. Like maybe you'll get a couple emails and after five. The, but fa- that's the it. crazy thing about like I'm sh- sure a lot of people experience this because a lot of people work with their families. It's like okay, wait, I have you know like people work with their husbands. I mean, a lot of people actually work with their moms. We're talking business, you know, like yeah. it's it's not so. And that's really to my fault. She's much better about it than I am. But um, <laughs> I, I just love what I do so much. So it doesn't feel like that to me. Are you eating the food you're making? Of course. How are you so thin? <laughs> well, take a, has to be a, take, take a look at my mother who has um, birthed seven children. Oh, and you're just like, she's tiny. She's tiny. She's a small little, small little girl. So um, funny. We have my dad. We're all very like my younger brother too. And like we have thankfully very great genes. So. Did, whoever is with you, <clears throat> like the two, like are you like. But I hike every day. I mean, I'm a very, very active person. So. Uh, Because you're just like a, I'm not, I grew up like in LA and then I went to school in New York and then I moved back here. So like, like the other night I was at dinner with a bunch of people and um, they were talking about like their favorite, like outdoor activities. And I, 
And I was like, I don't, I've never done that. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what it's like to like, like the one time I was like in nature, maybe was like, I was in Montana for a wedding and I went like horseback riding. And I remember being like, I think this is like my first time in nature. Oh my gosh. No, I grew up that way. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. I, mean I would go for a walk, like long ass walks with my mother when I was in middle school because like she used to do those power walks. Yeah. And I would go there because I, the thing about me, I was like, I was just dying for my mom's attention. I just wanted to be with my mom. Cute, yeah. And, you know, I was, she was torn between th- so four other kids. little kids mm-hmm. at the time. And so anything that I could do to get time with her, I would do. So then I just really started to like being outside and all my whole family. I mean, we just grew up outside. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't even we're have, super active. Like, I grew up on like a busy street, so I couldn't right. even like I grew up play in the suburbs. on my street. Like I don't, but so wild. I always wonder, it'd be so cool to live in New York and like, grow up that way. I know. And now that having a daughter, I'm like, I want her to have all these things. Like I want her to see a mountain and be like, what can I do on that mountain? Should I jump off of it? Should I ski down it? Should I hike it up? Like, and then I want her to be able to go into a city and be like, oh, I'm going to like go to every restaurant and every bar and I'm going to meet everybody. And I know how to walk across the street with confidence and like navigate. There's just so many. Yeah, I agree. There's so many different things now, but what's cool. I think about like parents and I'm not a parent, but like I think, well, I mean, some people are very tight-nipped and stuff like that, but some people look at it in a different way where it's like, let them kind of be and let them totally. explore. And I mean, I you have to have means to do this and everything, but like my my mom too, like we didn't do it so much when I was a kid, but she's really put an emphasis on it now, I would say, like traveling and kind of like just seeing new places. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like is a really cool thing for, for especially young people. Like it just allows you to learn so much, I think. Of course. And like really figure out what you like, what you don't like, where you might want to live, like what, you know, like all these different things. So, I mean, I do think it's important to like let people be and like let them. I also think it's really important to let people have their like, you know, I'm blanking on it, but they're like, moment when they hit rock, the, the rock, yeah, bottom, rock bottom moments. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you learn so much. I learn so much more from mm-hmm. my mistakes and the things I look back on. I'm like, well, that was bad, but like, look where it got me. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for those things. When you're traveling, how do you, like I saw even yesterday and the day before that you were posting recipes or is that while you were here or you're like, okay, I'm traveling. I want to make sure that like you pre-film. Yeah. So when I'm traveling, I really try to like, I think the one thing too, that's also really helped me with growth and continuing to keep my audience and having such a dedicated community is they can always kind of count on me. There's a consistency there. Yeah. And it's like some of these people, especially during the pandemic, I mean, that was huge. But some of these people like, they're like, you don't understand. I wake up with you every single morning. Mm. Like my kids watch your stories. Like they passes their time instead of watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's in- crazy to me, first of all. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, I mean, like, I want to make sure, you know, I'm growing so much, I think, as a business and as a person myself. Um, but I also want to make sure that that core community always stays happy. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to try to find a balance between this new content and this like, traveling content and this fun, exciting stuff with also keeping t- true to who I am and the cooking and like giving them the recipes. So yeah, I'll ball content, which honestly sounds like a lot of work, but like, it's actually really great for me. Like, I love being able to do that because then I get to go and travel and, and do enjoy things. yourself. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm still working, of course, because like, when am I not? But like, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I get to, but I get to do different things, which is really nice. Well, I think it's good for everyone 
to, I feel like that's why people like you so much and feel so dedicated to you is that, is that you are consistent, but like people are growing with you. Like they see you traveling. They see what your life is like. Like they see you doing things and there's a whole person there. Well, I think that, and I think that people are really, I think that everybody's really like, people love to know the person behind the brand Mm -hmm. and people love to feel connected to someone. And like, I, I don't know really how I did it. I couldn't tell you, but like people tell me all the time, like, I you know, feel like you could be my best friend and like mm. all of these things. And like, I know your family and like all of the ins and outs. And like, I mean, we're not perfect by it. And that's the thing, we're not perfect either. So like, I don't paint this like picture of being like this perfect little whatever. But um, so I think people can relate to that. And it's the relatability that's really been to my like yeah. credit or to my helped me. Um, what's it like being... I mean, it must, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's more of a statement than a question, but it must be really nice to be able to be in Colorado, waking up every day in such a beautiful town, like focusing on your work and not be in a city where you're distracted or people are like, like he's even talking to like Daphne Oz and she's like, she's the sweetest person. Isn't she she's the nicest so, person ever? So sweet. It's so weird. She's exact. I mean, most people are, but she's exactly how she is online. She's the sweetest and most energetic, loving, yeah. kind person. Yeah. And she, we had dinner a in couple weeks ago. No, she was in LA. Oh. We'd never met. She like DM'd me and she was like, I really just would love to meet you. And I'm I'm going to go into the airport. And I was like, all right, let's have dinner at Felix because it's in Venice and it's close to LAX. And we had this like really great dinner. And she was like, nobody's doing what I'm doing in Palm Beach. So I'm just like free there. Like, it's not like I'm in LA where there's like a million other people mm. doing my same thing and everyone's up my ass or, or competitive or whatever. She's like, I get to like do my thing. And I like pop into New York and I pop into LA. But like, I'm, I have like, I'm grounded with my family and in my town. I feel like it must be similar for you. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm actually realizing it more and more because I was like, oh, I need to be in LA. I need to be in New York, right? Mm. Like I need to be in those places. Um, but I'm really realizing it's to my benefit. Yeah, I would and say, nope. I am kind of at that same place where she just said that she is, where it's like, I'm, I'm trying, but I'm trying to pop into LA and New York more and be mm-hmm. in those places a little bit more. And then when I'm home, it's even better. Um, and yeah, it's that way you can get a little bit of everything, but it's definitely really nice. It also sets you apart from what everything else Completely. is. Completely. So you're not going nice. to have a barn with all your beautiful dishes no, in you're not New York gonna, City. <laughs> or in LA. It's, you're going to pay an arm and a leg in both places too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking of the time course, to go and thank you for this cookbook, course, which is course. so beautiful. Is there anything else that's like coming up that you want people to know about or anything? Oh. Your olive oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just launched Olive Oil California Olive Ranch, which is incredible. It's super delicious. It's all California olive oil, guys. Mm. Um, So check that out. It's online. And I mean, coming up, lots of fun things coming up. We're doing, we're talking product. We're talking all kinds of really cool things. So I'm so excited. Good. And yeah, no, thank you for having me. This was awesome. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah, it was the greatest. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.